On this episode, we're outside. Good to go? Not crow. Dude, there's two of them now. Let's hope they don't start humping. All right, ready to go? Good, good, good. All right. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the Steel Entrepreneur Show. This is episode 13. And we are gonna bang out three questions. We're outside today, we're changing it up. And uh, well, yeah, of course, uh, now we got the, the blower and we've got these crows humping in the trees, but we're gonna do a, the, the best we can. So let's, um, let's make the most of this. And uh, Rihanna, why don't we go ahead with, uh, with the first few questions here. Okay, so our first question is from Terry. So Terry asks, I run a digital marketing SEO company and I often worry about whether or not I have diversified myself enough. Any tips? I'm guilty of the same. Um, you might, you could say that I've, I, I've sort of diversified myself um, a little bit as far as like I've got different companies, which has saved my ass time and time again. But you know, one of the thing that's one of the things that's been bugging me for a long time is what happens is if SEO goes away. What happens if uh, Google no longer lets us play in their in their well in their playground? It's their rules; they can make them. What if it goes 100% paid? Um, we would we would no doubt lose some clients, and we would have to adapt, and we would have to switch over to to paid marketing really quickly. So that's kind of a scary reality. Um, I would, I guess I would just do, just, I mean, it's kind of preachy and I've said this a million times, but I would just, just build something else. Build something that, um, you know, one of the things, one of the, the, I guess the best things that I think I've, I've done so far is I've built a business that, that doesn't um, require me per se, that doesn't um, require me to be in the office, doesn't even require me to be, um, awake uh, probably sometimes there there are days where I I wake up in the morning my goodness must they um, some days when I wake up in the morning and I will look at uh, I'll, I'll pull up my phone because um, of course that's the first thing I do in the morning and PayPal transactions so I'll see payments coming in and I, I shit you not there have been times where it has brought me to tears because that is so sweet that I've created something that that brings in money while I'm sleeping. So whether it's, um, uh, you know, a, regardless of what kind of company it is, I think I would um, encourage you to try and build something that doesn't require your hours because inevitably you are going to, um, you're going to cap out eventually as I very much have and now find myself waking up early and earlier just to try and uh, sneak in as much as I possibly can. So I, th I think, and it's funny, I've seen, I've seen a lot of my contemporaries go the same way as they'll start an agency and then they'll end up as affiliates or they'll end up as affiliates and then they'll uh, end up owning their own product and then they sell their own product. or. A number of different variations of that. Either way, they all sort of, I guess, get tired of agency life, get tired of selling their time for money, and uh, they they quickly sort of appreciate or realize the limitations in doing such. 
So um, best advice is try and find some sort of business um, that you're interested in that you can um, sell things while you sleep essentially. And, uh, and I, I don't know that I have too much more advice than that other than just get it started as soon as possible because you will, like I said, inevitably come to that point where there's no more hours left to work and, um, and you're just going to have to sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And that isn't necessarily, well, it's not necessarily necessary. So um, what do you think? What do you think? I was, is that sort of jive? Yeah. I guess uh, you guys would probably get to that point eventually where... I think we're there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so, right? It's just, especially with you guys, is it is you. It is you, it is your time. You have to be on, you know, on scene, on set. And uh, there's kind of no substitute for other than, than selling other people's time, hiring employees and selling their time, which is sort of, and then you have to hire more and then, you know, you have to manage those people and it just goes spirals from there, so. There's no good solution other than stop selling yours and other people's time for money. What's the next one? Jim asks, how are you keeping your large remote team motivated? Yeah, that was, that's always been a tough one. And, it, and I don't know that I've done a, a tremendous job of that. I think, I think it's sort of an everyday struggle. We, everybody, I think because we, we are a remote team, because we are outside, uh, we're not in an office, we're not, you know, a lot, most of us have never met and probably never will. Um, it doesn't sort of foster the same sort of culture that, uh, that would otherwise be created if you worked in, in sort of an office environment and rub shoulders with people. And so um, there isn't that sort of opportunity to get in front of everybody and get them charged or um, to have other people's um, inspiration and motivation and, and energy and positivity, um, uh, I guess, rub off, rub off on, on each other. There just, there just isn't that sort of thing. So, you know, we have to kind of do our best and it'll never be as good, um, in my opinion, anyways. We have regular sort of stand-up type meetings. So we, uh, as, as some of you guys will you know, now know, because I've talked about it a number of times, we, we use Scrum. And so we have different sprints, and each sprint ends on a different day. And you know, with every business that we add, we add a sprint, essentially. So we're almost meeting you know, every single day of the week because that is an, you know, each, each week has their own sprint, uh, again, which is associated with a different business. And so I take those very limited opportunities, 15, 20 minutes to try and kind of, you know, get people going. But even then it's very, we're very um, um, task oriented. We're very, did, did this get done? What did the client say? Uh, or, you know, this, that, and the other. And we don't, we don't honestly uh, leave a lot of time for, uh, you know, culture building and things like that. So I, I think the best thing you can do in a remote type of environment is to um, is just to lead by example is to to show up um, show up a little bit earlier work a little bit later show a little bit more enthusiasm maybe more enthusiasm than you actually naturally feel and um, and that sort of thing rubs off on people I've, I've noticed recently with my increase in hours and and waking up earlier and just generally being more present and working harder and getting more done um, it's 
yeah, I've seen sort of the other folks, the other people that are working with us take notice. And I've seen the same sort of, um, I've seen them sort of come around and, and, and almost charge, charge um, ah, what's, that's, what am I trying to say? They kind of push each other. They, they kind of um, uh, absorb that energy and then um, not force, but kind of that that energy becomes very infectious and it sort of spreads and I see people you know showing up earlier and doing you know more hours at the end of the day and, and getting more done and um, the only problem with that is that sort of then put it's kind of a trap right it's like okay so when you show up and when you work harder more gets done but what happens if inevitably um, you you don't show up or you want to distance yourself or you want to go off and write a book or something like that does that mean that they stop showing up right so you have to um, you know as much as I think it, it's taught that you know uh, lead by example and 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 be inspiring and it'll be infectious be positive and all that kind of stuff um, that sort of uh, a way of things I, I think it stops when you stop so you need to find something and, and I can't, other than building cool stuff and, and trying to keep it fresh and coming up with, uh, with, with new companies and new ideas all the time um, and just trying to keep things from you know, being stagnant, I, I don't know that I've really found a, a great way to, to do that. It's, it's, I can't say that it's something I put a lot of energy into uh, and I think it's just sort of something that, that, happens, that happens naturally just by doing what I do and doing what I enjoy it, it it does sort of transfer a little bit so that's that's the best I got for that one what else do we got so next one's from Michael how do you determine how much and number of accounts each account manager manages or does it matter to you yeah so we've got I, I don't I uh, one of my big regret, re regrets was I never went to work for an agency so I had to kind of um, not reinvent the wheel but kind of just figure it out myself because when um, when we were building I wasn't in the mindset of, of really asking other people or, or leaning on other people to try and um, help me figure it out and so I just kind of went with what made sense in fact I think the most I ever did was I went to go see other people's websites and you know other agencies websites and just sort of see how they uh, structured their organization there were account managers there were directors there were this and that and I don't know that there was really any sort of anything I found that really worked for us because every company is a little bit different I don't know that there is this sort of template per se um, but to get back to your question I I think it's, um, I kind of, a lot of times I impose myself on other people and I assume, and by that what I mean is I assume that everybody will work to the same level and, and standard and whatever as myself so I can keep loading them up just like I would load myself up and basically um, load them up until failure. So load them up until things start going sideways and then kind of pull back from there. Um, I don't know that that is a good way at all. I think there probably should be some sort of set amount of um, some sort of set amount of accounts per account manager. The way we've kind of got it set up is we have um, kind of a, a talent pool, if you will. So we've got a, essentially a couple account managers, and then they have access to a talent pool, and 
they can they kind of they develop sort of the strategy and the plan and then they pick from that talent pool and say hey Chris I want you to focus on on this this week and Serge I need this design so can you work on this this week and um, they kind of know how much they can queue up per week or per month and how much budget they have to play with and so um, we have sort of our talent pool our account managers and then kind of just I guess your executives if you will I don't know that I would really call any of us executives but you know sort of um, uh, folks that you know manage each sort of competency I guess you could call it directors or something like that um, so relatively flat organization and for us that sort of non-templated just sort of uh, find it as as it were approach has more or less worked for us uh, again I, I don't think um, there I don't think there is any sort of one perfect approach or anything like that but um, um, just kind of figuring out for yourself is not such a uh, not such a bad way to go about it just find find out what works for you and then as far as you know loading up loading up your people with clients just load them up until until um, you know it just you know things start to break I think that's probably the best way to go about it and uh, and then you kind of learn from you know you learn where things break and where things um, where things succeed and then just adjust from there I'm trying to like actively um, remember that hey you know there are people that are listening to this they're not necessarily watching this and to create content that is sort of specific for um, for our podcasters and and not create content that um, is visual or something like that so um, I, I hope I'm doing an okay job of that do check out the podcast it is um, it is on you know pretty much every sort of podcasting um, I don't even know what you'd call it uh, platform yeah yeah stitcher and Google Apps and um, um, iTunes and Stitcher and so on and so forth. So do check out check out that. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. Leave a review. Subscribe, obviously. And um, if you have any other questions, I grabbed these from. Uh, we've been doing a little bit more on the Facebook side of things, so we've been able to get a few questions. So if you have any, I hope that that you'll send them along, and I have the the distinct honor of answering them. And uh, yeah, um, would love would love more questions. So thanks, guys, and. Uh, and Enjoy the rest of your week.